Thanks for listening to the Faith Assembly podcast. If you're in the Orlando area, we hope you're able to join us for one of our services. Please check out faithassembly.org for more information or follow us on social media at faithORL. We hope this message will be an inspiration to help you find all that God has for your life. Enjoy the message. Amen. Well, God bless you, Faith Assembly. How are you feeling tonight? You've been praying. You've been fasting. How are you doing tonight? You might come in this room expecting to hear from God, but not only that, just touch uh, the, the, the hem of his garment just to believe in faith. Man, I can tell you these, um, these last few days, it's just been so powerful. And uh, I want to encourage you, if you've not already jumped in on this, uh, this time of fasting, it's not too late. Uh, we are seeing God do miracles among us. Somebody say amen to that. And we want you to be a part of this. And you've uh, found yourself here, whether intentionally or maybe you just came in thinking it was uh, another service. But this is a night of healing. And we're going to believe for that. We're going to believe that God shows up and heals those that need a, a touch from him tonight. And so this is going to be great. So glad that you're here. Uh, and again, we're going to pray and we're going to continue to fast and see just what God has for us. I've entitled this message, and I'm just going to speak for a, a few moments tonight. I've entitled this message tonight, In the Name of Jesus. In the Name of Jesus. That's pretty awesome. You can just say in the name of Jesus and everybody gets excited. Uh, there's power in the name of Jesus. There's authority in the name of Jesus. But what makes his name so special? Uh, I kind of think my name is special. My name is Matt. Full name, Matthew. And my name means this. Does anybody know what my name means? My mom taught me this as a kid. My name means a gift from God. Any other Matthews around? You're a gift from God, I can tell. Anybody else, Matthews? Awesome. Now, if your name means thief or deceiver or liar, I can't help you tonight, but, but what is it about the name of Jesus? It's not just that his name means something, like it's uh, the, the collection of, you know, letters that alphabetically, spell out Jesus and all of a sudden that's a magical word. It's not that. It's, it's more than that. Um, in fact, the name of Jesus, I was doing a little bit of research on this, was really pretty common in first century Israel. Common name. So it's not just the fact that Jesus' name is so unique that, that there's uh, intrinsic power just in his name. It's really equal to the common name Joshua that we, we have in English today. And you, you know, there's probably a lot of Joshua's in here. Um, if there was just this power by simply just saying his name, and I get it, I don't wanna be, I don't wanna be irreverent. I realize we hold his name sacred, but there's a lot of people that misuse his name and there's no power attached to it. Uh, Pastor Johnny and I were golfing the, um, probably a couple months ago at this, this point, and we got paired up with a guy, he was from New England, and uh, he was, or New York actually, he was here visiting and we, were, we didn't know him very well. And, and this, this guy was, he could have been a professional like swearer, you know what I mean? Like a, he just curse word after curse word and he didn't know we were pastors and we're like feeling awkward. We feel like 
we have to pray halfway through and stuff. And, uh, and he was just coming up with unique ways to deliver certain words, you know, and, and, and different names of God were a part of that. I'll just leave it at that, okay? And I can assure you that, that he was not really uh, connecting to any power when he was saying that name. So, so what is it about the name of Jesus that is so special? Well, we're gonna talk about that for just a few moments because Paul says this, in Philippians chapter two, verse nine, he says, therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him, listen to this, the name that is above every name. That at that name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. So we know that we know that his name is high. We know that his name is not just like our name or others' name. The name of Jesus is, in fact, the most powerful name there is. And God gave Jesus this name that is above every name. But why is it so powerful? Why does his name have authority? And as I began to pray about this, it just kind of illuminated out of Scripture in a brand new way. But the reason why his name is so powerful is because of the person of Jesus. It's because he came in the most humble of ways. And what did he do? He lived a sinless life. He went to the cross as the atoning sacrifice for our sins, right? And yet not only did that happen, not only did he die on the cross, he was raised to life. He was resurrected. So when we pray in Jesus' name, we're linking that authority to him as the person of Christ. That it's not just Jesus like Oh, Jesus, and we say because we're in church. Uh, but it's actually attached to the authority of what he's done. And not only was Jesus given that authority, but Jesus gives you and I that authority. Listen to this. This makes it even better. John chapter 14, starting in verse 13, it says, And I will do whatever you ask in my name. This is Jesus talking. I will do whatever you ask in my name. Now, we're not to take advantage of that to where we could just say, okay, everybody, let's pray. And when we go out to the parking lot after service, everybody's gonna have Mercedes, BMWs, Lexus, all just, so let's pray. Come on, you said, Jesus, if we ask in your name, it's gonna be done. Somebody be praying really hard if that was the case. But that's taking advantage. It's obviously, it's gotta be a part of God's will. But he says, ask in my name. Why? Because there's authority attached to that. And you may ask me for anything, here it is again, in my name, and I will do it. And I feel like God dropped just a couple things in my heart that I wanna share uh, that will keep us from realizing the healing, up, healing power of God in our lives. Here's the first thing. I'll just call it misapplication. Misapplication. And here's what I mean by that. It, uh, you can define that word misapplication as the act or process of using something in a way that was not intended. So in other words, the purpose of us praying in Jesus' name is not just so that people know that we've wrapped up our prayer. It's not so that we go, okay, that was a sweet way to conclude the prayer in Jesus' name, amen. It wraps a bow on it, and we're like, okay, now we can move on. That's not the purpose of praying in Jesus' name. What is the purpose? Again, it's all related to authority. You're saying this, church, when you say, I pray this in Jesus' name, I'm not praying in, in, in my name. I'm not praying in Matt Ingle's name. I'm not praying in Pastor Johnny's name. I'm not praying in Faith Assembly's name. When I say in Jesus' name, I'm saying I have authority that Christ has given me to believe that these things will be done, amen? 
So I just want to challenge you. If you've been using or misusing the name of Jesus, not even in a, in a cursing way or using his name in vain, but just not really attaching power and expectation and faith with prayer, why don't we shift our prayer tonight? Why don't we shift how we access the name of God? Any power, any power attributed to the name of Jesus originates in the person of Jesus. And then this is awesome, check this out. So the verse that I read earlier, it talks about how you know, God has exalted him to the highest place, talking about Jesus. And God gave him the name that is above every other name. And, and you know, the, the, every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. But before all that, there's a word that a lot of times we skip over and it just says, therefore, God exalted, therefore. Well then, let's go back and, and read earlier what's before the therefore. You ready? It says this, in uh, Philippians chapter two, verse six. Who being in very nature God did not consider, it's talking about Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, here it is, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death to the cross. Therefore, God exalted him. Therefore, he has the name that is above all names. So there's authority in the name of Jesus because of the cross. That's why Isaiah prophesied it uh, long ago. This way, he said, but he was uh, pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him. And by his wounds or by his stripes, we are what? Healed. So when we say, Jesus, I pray in your name tonight. Jesus, I pray in the authority that you've given me because of the work that's already happened on the cross. It is finished, he said. And he was raised to life. So therefore, we can have access in a brand new way that even all the people in the Old Testament didn't have. Now we have access to healing. Christ's death on the cross not only provides for forgiveness of sin, but also healing for sickness. Somebody say amen to that. The one who gave you the gift of eternal life is the same one that can heal your body. And we pray that how? In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Everybody just say that. Say in Jesus' name. You could say that one of two ways. You could say it just as, as routine, as something that's learned in church, or you could attach your faith to it and the authority that Christ has given you. You could say, in Jesus' name, I claim it. So let me challenge you to use the name of Jesus the way it was intended. Here's the second thing I'm gonna give you. The second thing that keeps us from realizing the healing power of Jesus in our lives is, is just familiarity. Now let me go back to Jesus when he's, uh, kind of going back to his hometown and he's performing miracles and people are being delivered and people are being set free. Let me contrast the different places that he goes and show you what I'm talking about. Matthew chapter 13, uh, starting in verse 54, it says this. Coming to his hometown, he began teaching the people in their synagogue and they were amazed. Where did this man get this wisdom and these miraculous powers, they asked. But then they started to shift in their thinking a little bit and the, the familiar part started to, to set in. It said, wait, isn't this the carpenter's son? Isn't, this, uh, uh, isn't his mother's 
named Mary? And aren't his brothers James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas? Aren't all his sisters with us? Where then did this man get all these things? And they took offense at him. In other words, they're like, hey, we used to hang out with Jesus. We know that guy. You know, it's like we used to play video games with that guy. We used to hang out and, and play sports with that guy and whatever else game, you know, hungry, hungry hippos. Can you imagine Jesus there doing that whole thing? Like, that's him. So how can he be the healer? And because he was familiar to them, they, they took offense at him, the Bible says. And Jesus says to them, a prophet is not without honor except in his own town and is in his own home. And verse 58 it's just really disappointing when you read it like this. He says, and he did not do many miracles there. Why? Because of their lack of faith. Now think about this. Just a few towns over, the dead are being raised to life. You've got, you've got people who are demon-possessed and they're being set free. You've got people that, ha that need physical healing and Jesus just reaches out, touches them, and they're healed. And yet he goes to his hometown and there's no faith there because he's just familiar. It's like, oh, we know Jesus. We know what that is. It's just lack of faith. It's just unbelief, in other words. And I just had this thought. Maybe you've, you've approached uh, church services or uh, prayer times or healing services or, or worship moments with a little bit of unbelief in your heart just because it's familiar. I've done that. I've lifted my hands so many times. I've prayed that prayer over and over again. Uh, I've prayed for healing and maybe nothing happened and it's just the familiar. You've already been there. You've already done that. A lot of times that can keep you from God's best. A lot of times that can just keep you from the miracle that you need because you just, you approach it without faith. You approach it just in a, in a casual way. And if we do that, then we're gonna miss out. Jesus in his hometown, he said, I was amazed at their lack of faith. So let's do this tonight. Let's be an assembly of people, of God's people, with great faith. Anybody with me? In fact, what we can do is we can just say, you know what we're gonna call ourselves tonight? Faith. Assembly. See what I did there? I just switched it back up. So faith assembly. We are people with great faith. What we're going to do in a few moments is we're going to release you to pray. And I just, I hope at some point this word has encouraged you and built your faith so that you pray how God wants you to pray. How Jesus desires for you to pray. Where you attach authority to your prayer and you say, in Jesus' name, I pray for my kids that are away from God. In Jesus' name, I pray for healing. In Jesus' name, I pray for this, this covering over my finances. In Jesus' name, I come against the attack of the enemy in my life. In Jesus' name, and you're praying with what? Authority. It's in his name that we pray. If you have needs tonight, go to God. Let me just remind you, it says, whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I'm gonna do it. That's what he says. And um, in a few moments, uh, after we just have some, some time to pray on our own, uh, we're gonna come up and we're gonna pray for the sick. We're gonna pray for those that need a healing. And, it, and maybe just not even physically, we'll have some different moments where we pray for things that are going on and, and, uh, and maybe you're gonna even stand in the gap for somebody that is uh, hurting or needs a touch from God. And we're just gonna pray. 
But what we are gonna do is we're gonna link our faith together and we're gonna pray in his mighty name. So let me just close by reading this scripture and then we're gonna release you to pray. Uh, this is the prayer of faith, James says. And many of you have heard it before. It says this, now listen. Is any one of you suffering? Maybe you're here tonight, you're like, yeah, that's me. He should pray. Is anyone cheerful? He should sing praises. Is any one of you sick? Maybe you're here tonight, you're like, yeah, that's me, I'm sick. He should call the elders of the church to pray over him and anoint him with oil, and here's this phrase, in the name of the Lord. We're not praying just to pray. We're not praying because one person has this special authority because of their title. We're praying in the name of the Lord. And the prayer, listen to this promise, and the prayer offered in faith will restore the one who is sick. The Lord will raise him up. Amen? Let me just launch this prayer time right now. Why don't you close your eyes and let's pray. Father, we thank you that you have instructed us in your word to pray in the name of Jesus. You sent your word and you healed our diseases. You sent Jesus Christ. It all goes back to the cross. It all, it all points back to the, the, the great sacrifice that you made for us. And God, tonight, we want to be careful to pray in Jesus' name. We want to be careful to pray with the authority that you've equipped us to pray with. And so I pray, God, over these next few moments, whether those people are, are walking the aisle or are turning around and kneeling at their seat or, or wherever they are, God, no matter their posture, their position, uh, their place in this room, God, that you would hear us as we pray as faith assembly tonight filled with the word of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a few moments right now. I want you to just pray in his awesome, powerful name. I hope you enjoyed listening to the Faith Assembly podcast. Thank you for joining us in pursuit of growing closer to Christ. Stay tuned for more messages released every week. God bless.